G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You may be up to date on Friday's announcement that the Australian Conservatives has been deregistered as a political party. The leader, Senator Cory Bernardi, made the announcement last week citing a poor performance at the ballot box at the federal election and issues around the financial viability of the party. Well, one of the most significant reasons for the deregistering of the party reportedly is the idea that the rationale for the creation of the Australian Conservatives is no longer valid. It's the idea that if the coalition were to return to its conservative roots, an alternative like Australian Conservatives is no longer needed. You may also recall that Lyle Shelton, who was the former head of the Australian Christian Lobby, was a Senate candidate for the Australian Conservatives in the federal election, but failed in his bid to gain a seat. Well, Lyle Shelton is joining us to talk about how the news of deregistration is being received. Lyle Shelton, welcome back to 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Lyle, support for Australian Conservatives uh, would have been soaring, no doubt, right now if Malcolm Turnbull remained the Prime Minister. But with Scott Morrison at the helm, uh, things did move in a different direction. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Scott Morrison, when he replaced Malcolm Turnbull in August last year, uh, steered the Liberal Party and the National Coalition uh, back to a more centrist uh, position, one that's more lead to Christians, uh, more free conservative people. Uh, he straight away staked out ground on religious freedom, saying that was a really important priority for him. And uh, with many Christians and conservatives very worried about Labor's agenda in the lead up to the May 18 election, uh, they simply uh, flocked back in big numbers um, to avoid uh, what was seen as an impending potential, an impending disaster of a very uh, anti-faith, anti-Christian um, Labor Party with a with a radical economic agenda as well. You're reported as saying that the Conservatives were a force of influence on the coalition and uh, in that sense forcing them to take a more hard-line approach on those sorts of issues, religious freedom, on abortion, uh, those discrimination issues around Christian schools. Uh, that idea of influence... Uh, it, uh, are you saying that it will be seen as something of a success, even though there's a demise of the party, there's been some success in the fact that there is the demise? Look, I, I think that's right. I don't want to overstate things, Neil, but uh, there's no doubt when um, Senator Cory Bernardi uh, stood up just over two years ago and and uh, declared that he was leaving the Liberal Party to form the Australian Conservatives, that sent shockwaves through uh, the Liberal National parties they had been drifting uh, to a Greens policy position on, on so many issues, including the ones that you mentioned. And um, it was, it, it sent, um, it, it was, you know, it was a, a big uh, outpouring of support, flooding uh, to Senator Bernardi. Uh, people like myself later joined 
And uh, this was all at a time where, uh, under a Liberal Party government, freedom of, of religion and freedom of speech was, was very much under pressure, and it seemed like there were no answers to it. Uh, um, now, you know, with, with uh, Scott Morrison coming on, as I've mentioned, uh, that changed the dynamic. And uh, we saw at the election, um, people who uh, would have normally voted for us um, went for what they saw as a very uh, safe option. They wanted to make sure that there was no way Labor and the Greens got their hands on power. And so uh, we were overlooked in, in the rush to try and shore up the nation. And, and I think in, in one sense, that is an indicator uh, of success. Uh, we certainly played a role in helping the Liberal Party, um, I think, move in that direction where it decided to replace... Malcolm Turnbull, who, who was seen as taking the party to the left, and uh, we've certainly helped in steering it uh, back again in, in, in some small way. But, uh, of course, that's been to, to our detriment, as, um, as people have uh, flocked to Scott Morrison, who was very open about his faith. Uh, that was obviously attractive to a lot of our Christian voters, uh, and other conservatives also found uh, his, his uh, message very attractive. And, of course, there were a lot of so-called conservative parties all vying for those conservative votes. And uh, what you seem to be saying is that somehow in the mix, Australian conservatives got overlooked uh, in light of some of these other, perhaps more sensationalist uh, so-called conservatives. That, that's right, Neil. And yeah, Corey Bernardi, uh, to his credit, always said we're, we're not going to go out and make outrageous cr- claims just to try and get media attention. Often our supporters would say to us we had to be more radical in our public statement and take more extreme positions. But we resisted that because we wanted to be principled, uh, we wanted to be uh, credible, and uh, we, we did all that. But uh, that also made us boring <laughs> as well. And uh, But I think we did the right thing. Uh, I certainly have no regrets, Neil. I believe that what uh, Corey Bernardi and what uh, the Australian Conservatives were saying, what it allowed people like me to say, uh, were things that needed to be said into the life of the nation. Now, you know, it's history now that Scott Morrison borrowed uh, many of our policies, um, and, and that's great, and uh, people felt attracted back to the Liberal Party. In one sense, that um, that uh, does mean that we were a success. We didn't think it was going to be so soon. Um, but, Neil, I, I firmly believe that what we've seen happen is uh, just a reprieve. Um, it, it is a reprieve. Um, it's a momentary one. Certainly those who are seeking to take our country in a, in a radical direction are still there in politics. Uh, some of them still exist on the conservative side of politics. And it's important that we're vigilant, that we don't go back to sleep. Uh, and uh, I'm encouraging people uh, who are conservative and Christian uh, minded uh, to stay engaged in the political process. This is not a time to withdraw, uh, find a way to, to get engaged, whether it's with another minor party. I know in New South Wales, there are some of the uh, Australian Conservatives are looking at rebranding uh, down there. People might want to uh, join that effort. Uh, others might want to get involved in the LNP and, um, and support someone like Scott Morrison and make sure the party uh, doesn't drift back to the left. So um, I think this is a time for engagement, not a time for resting on our laurels. Uh, we'll certainly need to follow through what might happen with a rebranding of some Australian Conservatives, as you say, in New South Wales. Uh, we'll follow that along. As you say, Lyle, something of a reprieve and uh, those early days of the party, you certainly did attract uh, many Christian voters and there will be some 
I would dare to speculate Christian voters who followed the formation of the Australian Conservatives and through the merger with Family First, which had those really rock-solid, firm Christian foundations founded by Pastor Andrew Evans, uh, some Christian uh, party members may feel quite grieved by the idea that the Australian Conservatives are folded. Uh, what are your thoughts that uh, a party with such sound Christian foundations is to be relegated to history? Yeah, that's a very understandable concern, and I know there will be people uh, feeling that. Um, the merger uh, between Family First and Australian Conservatives occurred uh, before I joined the party. I thought that was a good move, and I know it had the support of uh, Andrew Evans, the fan- founder of Family First, uh, but um, the arrangements that were made at the time didn't allow for uh, <laughs> didn't allow for um, I guess any say into how the party would be wound up. So in one sense, um, uh, that was probably a mistake if people felt that that uh, they needed um, some sort of safety measure to ensure that there could be uh, some ongoing uh, measure should something like what happened uh, just happen. So I guess that's that's something for those who who um, crafted the merger to consider um i i think it's it's very hard for for minor parties uh in this country and it's made even harder with the uh, change in the senate voting and it's made even harder by the fact that you've got someone like scott morrison who is presenting uh, as a christian out loud and proud and i think that's a good thing i think the challenge is to to support uh, good people uh, in politics whether they be in the lnp or, or in another minor party and to stay engaged uh, if the Liberal Party keeps drifting, uh, or, or sorry, if the Liberal Party does drift back to the left, I think um, uh, you know th- there's an opportunity for people to to uh, you know reinstigate a strong uh, values-based minor party, albeit even a Christian-based minor party. But I think in the current environment, it's difficult. Um, but uh, that's something which people might want to consider in the future. And as I say, people in New South Wales. Uh, and the other states uh, may may wish to you know continue going down that path uh, in some sort of a rebranding exercise. An important question for you, Lyle Shelton. Uh, you seem to be left dangling here. Uh, is there any idea where which direction you might be going into the future from this day forward? Um, Yeah, look, obviously I'm somewhat of faith and uh, I'm trusting uh, God for my future. I don't feel like I'm left dangling, I guess, in the natural sense. uh, Looking at it with human eyes uh, might feel like that. Um, I certainly have no regrets, as I said earlier. I feel like it's been a good move uh, for me and my family to come back to Queensland. I'd still like to stay involved in politics, uh, but I'm just working out what that might look like uh, in the um, medium to long term. And uh, I'd appreciate prayers as I go through that process. And no doubt people will be wondering what might happen with Corey Bernardi, whether he will remain an independent on the crossbench or whether he'll rejoin the Liberal Party. Uh, You may or may not be at liberty to speculate. Uh, What sort of thoughts do you have as to where you think Corey Bernardi might end up? Yeah, well, that's obviously um, Corey's decision, and he's indicated very clearly that uh, he's open to to going back to the Liberal Party. He's made it very clear since the election uh, of Scott Morrison, which you know obviously was a surprise to us. We didn't expect that outcome. We're delighted in that outcome, but Corey has said that he'll be supporting uh, the government's legislative agenda. Um, so they're the indications that that he's given. Um, I guess 
what he does, um, we'll just have to watch uh, this space. Uh, I'd certainly like to see him go back uh, for what it's worth. Um, but, uh, you know, time, time will tell. If I could just say, Neil, you know, for our um, party volunteers and, and supporters, um, the, the support has been phenomenal for the party. And uh, here in Queensland alone, we had a 1,000 people helping out volunteering at the election, which um, I'm very humbled by that from Cairns to Cool and Gatter out west to Toowoomba and beyond. Um, there was a lot of support for us on the ground, a lot of financial support, and um, I'm grateful for everything that uh, everyone did. And um, I just want to assure people that from my point of view, um, God willing, uh, I uh, will continue to be engaged in the um, in the context for ideas, for Christian ideas uh, in uh, the political realm. Well, Lyle Shelton, uh, so many of our listeners will hold you in such high esteem, uh, almost a hero of faith in Australia, the way that you have been able to be a defender of Christian values all these years. And undoubtedly, there'll be listeners who will be excited to hear what the next chapter might hold uh, for Lyle Shelton. So, uh, Lyle, we'll look forward to keeping up to date. Thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Really appreciate the opportunity. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.